This is AMEN, the Alpha Male Entertainment Network. From Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are open. 877 Dave 007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time. For the General, General Cigar, Cigar Dave. It has been a tradition on the Cigar Dave Show for the last 20 years or so that at the end of the year we prepare you to purchase, taste, consume, enjoy champagne and sparkling wine as we wrap up one year and ring in and welcome a new year. It is hard to believe that the end of 2019 is upon us and next year, 2020, we're right around the corner, 2020. I remember as a kid saying to my father when I was a little kid, man, the year 2000, are we all going to be around for that? And here we are, 2020, and we are all ready to enjoy Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers as we wrap up 2019, say hello to 2020, and we've got a great show lined up for you, everything you need to know about champagne and sparkling wine. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Make masculinity great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure. We are coming to you today from the Ford Theater of Operations Command Center Alpha at the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge, where Tommy Diadio, the Senior Executive VP of Spirits Procurement for the Corona Cigar Stores in Orlando and the Davidoff Store and Lounge in Tampa, has always extended incredible hospitality as well as proprietor Jeff Borshowitz. And we have our usual cast and crew Today, along with your global five-star general and alpha male-in-chief, first up, let me welcome Samadier Dave, who has been at my side for champagne and sparkling wine tasting and maneuvers for around 20 years. Hard to believe, Samadier Dave. It's got to be 20 years. General Long Ashes at you. This is a thrill, not only to end a year with you, but to begin a new end, a new decade with you. 2020, let's rock and roll, baby. Well, a decade, when you put it like that, that's really incredible. Yeah. I mean, we, we're talking about a century, and it is a new decade. Yes. And you think of all the things that have gone on the last uh, nine, ten years. It really is incredible. Samadier, Dave, some changes for you. You have retired. However, you are permanently the Samadier in charge of all tasting maneuvers here at the Cigar Dave Show. We are not letting you retire. Thank you so very much, General. Yes, back in November, I took my walking papers just so I could go enjoy more of life, visit the People's Republic of California, go to Europe, go to South America, see some of the nice vineyards, see some of the great experiences of this industry has to offer. And we've got the lovely Princess Debbie, who is our max master mixologist today, looking lovely. I'm tongue-tied looking at those thigh-high boots. I can't control myself, Princess. 
Thank you, General. Always a pleasure. I cannot believe another year has gone by. And it's been a pleasure at the Pleasure Palace. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all yours to pleasure me. That's how it should be. <laughs> and we've got Honey Bear Kim, who joins us once again. Honey Bear, are you ready for tasting maneuvers? I'm so ready. Thank you for having me again. I remember when I was singing Let's Party Until It's 1999. How is it 2020? And that was what, 1982? That was, that. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that was way in the future. <laughs> and we've got a very special guest joining us from the Canard Duchenne Champagne House in France, the Canard Duchenne Ambassador, Celine Vipperman. Celine, welcome to the Thank Cigar you. Dave Show. Thank you so much for having me. And it's a pleasure to be here. And let me tell you, she's been working on the fake French accent for the last week, knowing working she's coming really, on the Working really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is authentic. And so we're going to be talking champagne. And what's very interesting is the Canard Duchenne House was founded in 1868. So it goes way back. Correct. We just turned 150 years old. So we had a big, big anniversary. I was not invited. Why not? Well, Come next year. But every you know, year, every every good reason is a good reason to party, right? That's right. Emmanuel Macron wanted to be here, but he's got too many other issues he's got to right. handle right now right. in the mother country. But we, uh, Celine, we've got five different champagnes we're going to be uh, tasting from the Canard Duchenne house, and we're very looking, very much looking forward to that. And also talking about champagne and the various nuances, because in order for champagne to be called champagne, it is a sparkling wine, it has to be grown in the Champagne region, Champagne region. You are absolutely right. If there is one thing to know about champagne is that the only region in the world where sparkling wine can be called champagne is in the Champagne region. So let's start. That's a really good starting point. Well, like Berman, every champagne is a sparkling wine, but not every sparkling wine is champagne. Correct. Very good. So we're going to be enjoying five of your house's outstanding champagnes. We're looking forward to that. But as always, let us start, Sommelier Dave, with a little primer. What is champagne? What is sparkling wine? We're seeing a proliferation now of sparkling wines from across the world. It's always champagne, and then we saw California sparkling wines. But now we're seeing Cava from Spain. We're seeing Asti from Italy. Italy right. We're seeing Prosecco as well from Italy. Italy. So really... Sparkling wine has become a worldwide palette, if you will, of great tastes for anyone around the world who wants to enjoy a little bit of the bubbly. Sure. This all goes back 15, 1600s, whenever they were experimenting with wine, and there were some different ways for it to start to explode as they did a secondary fermentation. So in the region of France, Champagne, where you have some really great grapes that grow there, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, with some of the other ones, they more or less took the ball and ran with it. But now as time has moved on till now, you have all these other countries where you can make sparkling wine. The technology is there that you know how to make a wine sparkle whether you infuse it with the carbon dioxide or you do the methanol champenoise, bulk charmant, whatever the process is. And technology is to the point where everybody can make great wine if they want to, champagne or sparkling. 
Now, it's interesting because we talk about the type of grapes. Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, Chardonnay are primarily, but there's also some Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris, Arbon Petit Meslier, I believe that yes. is. Is that the correct? Petit Meslier. 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 Petit Meslier. Gotcha. My, mo- my mother, who speaks fluent French, would not be happy with this <laughs> with the general right now. Meslier. Perfect. Well, that's why we have you, Celine, Celine to make sure we're <laughs> sure. Cr- pronouncing French correctly. But what's interesting is you think of Pinot Noir, that is a red wine, but it is used in many, many champagnes and sparkling wines. And how does it retain the light color, Samadier Dave? Well, I. It becomes a red wine because after they crush the juice, which is basically opaque white, they put the skins back on it, and then you get the color off the time spent on the juice for that color. So you can take a red grape or even like a Cabernet Sauvignon or a Merlot or a Cabernet Franc, which throw you a lot of color. If you put the skins on lightly, you can make it into a rosé or just add some pinkness to it. That's how they do it. Now, Celine... There is the Champagne uh, Appellation is actually very small. It's a small area in France. Sure, it's in the northeast part of France, about a little less than 100 miles east of Paris. And not large. I'm looking at a map right now, and I'm looking at the two red areas that are highlighted. So it's a very, very small area. Why is that region uh, so known for their grapes? What, what, what is it about that appellation so that makes it so great? There are a few things that make the Champagne appellation very unique. The first one is that it's the northernmost appellation in France. So that's the last limit where we can grow vineyards in France because of the climate. And what makes the Champagne region very unique and very small is the terroir. The soil is limestone, so it's a combination of chalk, clay, limestone, limestone proper. And the terroir you cannot replicate. So wherever you have it, it's a great terroir to grow those grapes. But where you don't have it, then you cannot grow those grapes. So that's why it's a really limited region. Are there other wines, French wines, that use the grapes from the Champagne region or no? Sure. Chardonnay and and Pinot Noir in Burgundy, in many other regions of France, of course. So the weather, the soil makes for great growing of grapes. Yes. That, that, what, that what makes champagne unique, unique, and that's why you cannot replicate champagne. You can make the best sparkling wine, but you can make only champagne in the champagne region. Gotcha. Now, Samania, Dave, let's talk about some various styles. First of all, there's the Prestige Cuvée, there's a Blanc de Noir, a Blanc de Blanc, a Rosé. Let's talk about those, because there are different uh, types of... of uh, for example, Blanc de Blanc means white from white, so white from white grapes. Correct. So the Prestige Cuvée, that is a proprietary blend of usually the Champagne House or the Wine House, whether it's in California or wherever. It's considered to be their top production range. The Blanc de Noir, like you had mentioned, that is making a wine from the red grapes, Pinot Noir. White from black. Pinot, right. And then you have Blanc de Blanc, which is really Chardonnay, because that's basically the grape that they use in Champagne. It would be a Blanc de Blanc. And then you have a Rosé, which is lightly colored juice from the skins. And then it would go into the sweetness, the different styles of the sweetness and all that. Now, Somalia, Dave, when you think about champagne or sparkling wine, you think about the fizz, the bubbles. You open up, what do we call it? Carbonation. Open up, pop the bubbly. Now, is that, uh, talk about the carbonation, the process in which the bubbles are infused into the wine. Well, there's various ways to do it. The classic way, which uh, Celine will attest to, is the secondary fermentation of the bottle, to where they actually take the still wine 
and they add some boozy rouge to it. Which and is what? It's a combination of fresh yeast and sugar, which starts a f fermentation process again, which gives it a secondary fermentation. And then in that process... So that's a natural fermentation process. It's uh, yeah. naturally occurring, and what's really important to know is that it's happening in the bottle. In the bottle. So in the bottle. first you make a, f a, a steel wine, and that's made in stainless steel vats right. for most houses. And then after you have that steel wine, you actually bottle the juice, and that will become sparkling. And the reason it's becoming sparkling is that it's because the wine is trapped in the bottle. So when you add the yeast, the wine, and the sugar, the sugar is actually uh, transforming into alcohol and carbon dioxide. And because the bottle is closed, the carbon dioxide has nowhere to go, and that's what creates bubbles. How long of a process does that take naturally? It's, it's a long process because when that happens, you need uh, the wine to be aged on the lees in the cellars. And so that could take for between 15 months, which is the minimum allowed for Brut non-vintage, all the way to 10, 15 years. So it really depends on, on the house at this point, even though they are really strict minimums that houses cannot go under because of the champagne appellation. Now, Samani, Dave, let's talk about the ver oh, what the other, and the other way is just injecting what carbon? No, there's four other ways. It's carbonation, you can do it, where you're actually putting the carbon dioxide gas in. You can do it with um, transverse, where you transfer the product. You can do a continuous method where you just, it's almost like sourdough in whiskey, where it's just continuous uh, wine. And then there's the Charmant, which is cheapest and the fastest. It's a secondary fermentation done in a tank. Then they bottle the product. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, there are various styles of champagne and sparkling wine. Terms many people are already familiar with. Extra brut, brut, extra dry, sec, demi-sec, du. Now, the du. thing, du. 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 du, 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 much du. better. Do. Got to make sure, just like the morning dew. <laughs> do. Same thing. And it's spelled D-O-U-X. Correct. So people know. Now, Samani, Dave, the what we call the driest is actually extra brute. What is dr what's called extra dry is actually sweeter than the driest. So there's, there's a little bit of a misnomer there, but we are here to make sure that people are fully informed when they go to purchase champagne what to expect. So extra brute is less than six grams of sugar per liter. Brut is less than 12 grams per liter. Extra dry is 12 to 17. And when we say extra dry, that's actually going to be a sweet champagne Sweeter. or sparkling Correct. wine. And then you have sec, which is very sweet. Demi-sec, between 32 and 50 grams. And du, which is 50 grams. 50 and that's grams. like a dessert wine almost. That's very, yeah. very sweet. The number one selling style is? Brut. 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 Brut, yeah. all the way. Mm -hmm. And Brut is less than 12 grams. And then if you go one notch up, it's extra dry. Most of the time, you'll see in stores, Brut or extra dry. Correct. But many people think, oh, I'm going to get the extra, or the Brut, because the extra dry is going to be way too dry for me, not as sweet. It's the opposite. Yeah, it's a play on words that the French did to the English way back when. They wanted a sweeter style, so they made it. They wanted a drier style, so they made it called extra dry, but it was really sweeter. Da 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 da. The French and English just have this love-hate relationship. Mostly they? love. M mostly love. Okay, <laughs> so they have this love-love relationship, and they were the ones that did it way back when. 
Proper temperature to serve champagne. Salim, I'll let you answer uh, that one. I, I need help in Fahrenheit. What's the... I would think around 48. The 48 degrees? Yes. 48 degrees. degrees, yeah. 48 degrees. So you want to keep it chilled. Yes. Don't put it in a freezer. That's too cold. Uh, no, it'll probably explode, <laughs> all that pressure. But one thing, and I've thought about this before, knowing I was coming on, if you think of your body temperature, which 98.6 or 98, whatever, you touch a bottle that has 48 degrees, your hands are warm. Right. So when you touch it and you go to lift that cork off, first thing it's going to do is shoot. That's why it's so important that whatever you do, you be careful, use a towel, but make sure you never point the cork at anybody, not even a Jess. Well, everybody thinks, and we, we have straightened this up and educated people for the last 20 years on the correct way to open up a champagne bottle. Everybody thinks it's great that you want to see the, the cork fly across the room. You don't. And the correct way to open a champagne bottle is to hold the champagne bottle by the neck, one hand, get a towel, grab the cork in the other hand, and you want to actually turn the bottle, not the cork. Correct. The cork remains correct. stationary. So when you do turn the bottle and boom, it comes out. You've got the bottle in your hand, and you've got the cork in your hand in a towel, not going anywhere. As a Frenchman, I've heard this. French woman. French woman. Sorry about that. My, I need new glasses. You <laughs> don't, a glass of champagne, maybe. Uh, there, we're, we're getting there. It's coming. It's coming. You don't want to pop the cork to make all that noise. You want it like the carbonation sis, hiss out because you don't want to bruise the bubbles, correct? For sure. There you go. We do not want to bruise any bubbles. <laughs> no no, bruise, no bruisation of bubbleation. <laughs> that cannot happen. Now, the next thing, once you do have the bottle opened, is the proper stemware. Correct. And we've got some champagne flutes. And, Celine, why is it? Well, first of all, we know why it has a long stem, because, Samadhi, Dave, you touched on it. We don't want our body to, or our hands, to warm the champagne. We want to Correct. keep it cool. But, Celine, let's talk about the flute, why it is in the shape that it is, uh, and why that's so important when it comes to drinking champagne. So the flute is great to, to drink champagne because you can see the bubbles going from the bottom of the glasses all the way to the top, which is great. You know, champagne is all about bubbles and, and, and enjoyment. But if you actually do drink champagne to really enjoy and as a meal, you can also use a still white wine glasses. Still, still white, white wine, yeah. really? That's yeah. totally fine. It's St actually more and more in the Champagne region, you would drink champagne out of a still white steel. wine glass. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. a steel white no. wine glass. No, like a, a white wine glass. Oh, I white wine glass. Like oh, white sparkling. Steel, sparkling. Steel oh, wine. Okay, still, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still. I said, oh, it's a steel. Okay. So, still. So, basically, a, a Chardonnay glass. And, and I like that because you can really get the aroma exactly. on the nose. So, what's great with the flute is you see the bubbles. But with the wine glass, you actually really have a nice aromatics. You have a great nose. You can have a really nice, ma nice mouth feel to it. Right. You can even swirl it around sure. a little bit. Not too much because we don't want to right. you know, destroy the bubbles. But it's a whole experience with a wine glass. Outstanding. Now, Samanier, Dave, let's talk briefly about champagne in terms of the various types of styles now when we're talking about a Asti, a Prosecco. They're essentially just different grapes, but just made into a sparkling wine from different Correct. parts of the world. Asti's Italian, a Moscato grape. You have Prosecco, which was a combination of two different grapes. It's made out of the Flora grape. 
you know, you can make sparkling wine throughout the whole world. You can make it out of a Cabernet Sauvignon, a Sauvignon Blanc, a uh, Merlot, or whatever. But different regions, the Asti region of Italy, where the Moscato grape grows indefinite, you make a nice sparkling wine there, so you have Asti. And Proseccos are coming out of the northern part of Italy. Proseccos have become extremely, extremely popular. Because of the flavor. That's a wonderful flavor that a lot of people, especially in the United States, they talk dry, but they like sweet or fruitiness. And that grape will give it to you as far as fruitiness. And we're also seeing now sparkling wines coming from Canada, which is interesting. You think of Canada with uh, their wines and their ice wines, but Canada now with sparkling wines. Australia, Chile, South Africa. So we're seeing more and more sparkling wines. And, Celine, champagne obviously very popular. People tend to associate champagne with New Year's or the holidays towards the end of the year. But we're seeing more and more restaurants selling splits of champagne mm -hmm. so that if somebody does want to enjoy champagne with their meal or sparkling wine, it is available. We're seeing more and more popularity of sparkling wine and champagne throughout the year. For sure. You know, champagne is uh, mandatory for parties and celebration, but doesn't mean you can have a, cannot have a glass with your meal. It's first and foremost a wine that happens to have bubbles, and it's the easiest wine to pair with food. And it's so, very refreshing. It's light, it's refreshing, it's not too heavy. Why wait for New Year's Eve? Exactly. If I can say something on that, you're correct with that. But the acidity of the wine itself is great for cleansing your palate. So if you're going to have, say, chocolate, you can have some champagne, and that will cleanse the palate. If you're having a steak, you can get a nice rosé. There's so many applicable wines, French champagne, that go with different, whether it's seafood, whether it's salads, Absolutely. whether it's a plethora of different cuisines. Well, we are about to endeavor on a tasting. How many, uh, Samania, Dave, what do we put together? There? Well, we, we, we had to leave out about 15. Yeah, we did. Because we know between Celian, she's got five that we're going to be and tasting. And then I have nine, but then we have all these delicious cocktails that Princess you have. Debbie, Princess Debbie, Honeybear Kim have some luscious libations with champagne and sparkling wine. Celine, we will have five various champagnes from the Canard Duchenne House of Champagne in France. And Samadier Dave, you have lined up a very nice uh, list of worldly champagnes and sparkling wines Correct. with some California, some French, Italian. some Italian, uh, whole array of yeah. great champagnes and sparkling wines as we celebrate Happy New Year 2020 Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Gurkha Real. This new cigar is covered with a beautiful Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, giving it a smooth, mild to medium smoke. Officers Club members are some of the first to try these sticks. You can get cigars like these shipped directly to you every month by joining the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Get details at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. As we continue with Happy New Year Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers 2020 edition, I have pulled out what is the December 2019 Officers Club selection, the Gurkha Real rave reviews when the Gurkha Real launched at the Premium Cigar Association convention late June in Las Vegas. I can't believe that was almost seven months ago. That is crazy. Or as Regis Philbin would say, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But the Gurkha Real shipped to retailers late October. Big hit, perfect any time of day cigar. Morning, midday, night, perfect any meal cigar. You want a light meal, you want seafood, you want a steak, perfect. Goes with everything. It's going to go perfectly with champagne and our sparkling wines today. Mild to medium in body, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Dominican Olor binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers, creamy taste, delightful notes of subtle sweetness. If you are a cigar connoisseur that is seeking a delightful taste, smoothness, any time of day and night, not going to be overpowering. Gurkha Real, exceptional choice, getting rave reviews from our Officers Club members that have received them. If you are not a member of the Officers Club, what are you waiting for? Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and you get three fantastic cigars like the Gurkha Real shipped to you every month in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. So the Gurkha Real, my cigar selection today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless, massive stainless steel guillotine ready for action. And guillotine, French, when you think about it. Marie Antoinette, we're making Celine fia- feel right at home today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, we call this the welder's torch because literally this thing flies out about four feet. This is a giant, almost feels like a 357 Magnum in your hand. Big tank, that's what I would use today for litation. Cigar pre-litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, 
two, one. All right, here comes the cut. Perfect. I will now toast the foot of this beautiful Gurkha Real taking my time. Samadier Dave, please be on standby because you know what is coming up next as I stare at about 20 different champagnes and sparkling wines and the ingredients necessary for fantastic champagne and sparkling wine cocktails. Let me puff and rotate. Mm. Great draw, little subtle sweetness, creaminess. Mm. Great, great taste. Mm. Absolutely magnificent. Sabalier Dave, stand by, please. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Sabalier Dave, first up in our Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers lineup is the Corbel Blanc de Noir. Yes, it is. Are you ready? Ready, and then we'll talk about it in three, Beautiful. two, one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2020. Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadian Orchestra are accompanying us today. And I have to reminisce as we get ready for a little bit of the bubbly here. First of all, let me say cheers to everyone. Let me get the glasses here. Very good. Happy New Year to all. Happy healthy to all as I take a sip. And Somalia Dave, I like the little garnish you have. There you go. A little raspberry. Raspberry. Now, this Corbel Blanc de Noir, very smooth, not overly sweet, creamy, very balanced, very pleasant. Yeah, this goes all the way back to 1882 in Guerneville, California, where three Mm. Czechoslovakian brothers started the winery. Then in 1954, Andy Heck purchased it and moved it forward, and then his son Gary took over in 1984. This is a very large production facility because they do so many different styles, whether it's this Blanc de Noir, Chardonnay, Brut, Extra Dry, the Sweet Cuvée, and all that. Here you have a nice straw yellow appearance. On the palate, you'll get a little bit of red raspberry, strawberry, and it's going to be a nice, delicate finish for it. Goes yeah. with a lot of different foods. Very pleasant to me. This is non-offensive. Goes with anything. Suggested retail. $12. This time of year, you could usually get it less than that. Very reasonably priced. Princess Debbie, your thoughts on the Corbel Blanc de Noir. Wow. I love this, and I think we are going to be serving it Christmas Day at my home, David, and get ready for this. It's, it goes with everything. It's just a smooth, beautiful champagne. Uh, very pleasant for $12. Honey yeah. Bear. Absolutely, absolutely. Taking a picture of it. I'll be buying this for um, New Year's for sure. And Celine Vipperman, the Canal Duchenne ambassador, joining us today. I know you can't taste anything, and there's a good reason. We'll let you explain. Well, I'm pregnant, but don't tell anyone. My family doesn't know yet. Well, they do now. (laughs) They do now because we are worldwide. Wait, wait. Seriously, they don't know yet? They don't know yet. In France, they do not know. They do not know. They will know next week. Oh, you're going to go back to France and you're going to surprise them? Yes. They're really going to be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, if they don't listen to the, well, if they listen to the show, the surprise is spoiled. But, so you have a good excuse. However, normally, because you are the Canard Duchenne ambassador, when you are not uh, in family way, as my grandmother would say, my old, my my, uh, nanny Ida, what champagnes, uh, what do you tend to gravitate towards? What are your favorites? My favorite champagne. That would be a really, that's a really, really big secret for me to keep. 
<laughs> but we, I do drink a lot of champagne. So what, what style? Brut, Dexter? What is your favorite? I love a brut, a brut mm -hmm. non-vintage. I love a champagne that's really fresh, clean, that has that really nice, refreshing acidity to it. And like I said earlier, in France, we, we drink champagne a lot. Uh, we consume actually 70% of the champagne production in France. Really? Which means we uh, drink champagne with food, without food, New Year's Eve, anniversary, with a reason or without. And the saying is, if you don't have a reason, open the bottle and then you'll find one. I like so that. So that's how we do it. That's a great <laughs> quote. Sergeant Steve, notate that, please. Outstanding. And I always say that light a cigar, pop a bottle of champagne, and you've created a celebration. Absolutely. Exactly, and I always keep plenty of champagne, sparkling wine, and our favorite Rosa, Banffy Rosa Regali at the Pleasure Palace. You never know who's going to come over, and the splits are great because sometimes my it's mother, perfect. cigar mother, loves the little Prosecco sure. splits, so the little champagne splits. In fact, I brought one of the ones that I had left over when she was here for Thanksgiving, and she enjoys that. You can have it at dinner. You can have it at lunch. It's a very, I think it's very elegant to have a glass of champagne or sparkling wine during the day at lunch. Absolutely. Forget the two mar ten martini lunch. Have a two champagne or sparkling wine glass lunch. I've There's nothing wrong with that. I've always felt that when you drink champagne, you get a different inebriation. You get more high than you get drunk. Okay. I love having it's that. It's the magic feeling. of champagne. It is. It's wonderful, especially with the harem. They they are oh. they are drunk <laughs> on pleasure. Believe me, when they come over to the pleasure palace. All right, so we've got the Corbel Blanc de Noir, and next up, Samadier Dave. What do we have? We've got a very interesting bottle in front of us. This is a vintage, I believe, 2008. Yeah, it's a 2008. It's Champagne Delamo. It was started back in the 1760s out of the Cote de Blancs area. And to what Celine had said, it's all about terroir. This terroir, terroir draws a rich balance from the powerful Chardonnay. And where is this from? Champagne. Oh, it is, so it's French. Yeah, it is French. Okay, I thought for a second it was it was uh, California, no. but it is French. French Champagne, hundred percent legal. So, yeah. Sommelier Dave in three, two, one. Happy New Year. And a happy new year once again. This reminds me listening to Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians, Princess Debbie. As a kid, my sister Lynn and I would go to my grandparents' cigar Abe and cigar Ida's house. My parents would be out, and we'd be watching on their Zenith television with space-age remote control. The, the uh, CBS Station 4, as my grandmother would say, it was Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians New Year's show on CBS. And I'll never forget, everybody there looked old. They had the cat eye glasses, <laughs> the honey, uh, what is it, the, uh, like the bouffants, beehive bouffants, and and. Everybody looked old. There were people that were 30 years old. They looked like they were 80. <laughs> Every single person on the show, everybody had tuxedos. It was from the Waldorf Astoria Grand Ballroom. That was long before Dick Clark. And when Dick Clark came in, then he went for a younger set, and then Dick didn't know when to leave. They finally had to put him in a home and say, Dick, it's over. And that's exactly what they did. But it's different today, I think, than when it was back then. It was just a... I think today people do not go out the way they do they did back then, dress up with the tuxedos. And I think a lot of that is also the drinking and driving laws. And you don't want to be out on amateur night. You'd rather be home, cook a steak, have a cigar, be with friends. It's a much better way to do it. I agree with you there about the drinking and driving. But with the innovation of Uber, you can now go out and enjoy That's yourself true. and then get home safely. 
So I suggest that for a lot of people because there's nothing like being out with friends in a ballroom dancing. Well, I think it's great. Well, there's nothing like being in the Pleasure Palace with 32 dames (laughs) in the harem dancing around me. Well, let me just say this. I like going out to dinner. Normally, we'll go out, uh, get some friends. We'll go to a Chinese restaurant or a steakhouse, whatever, although I still make the best steaks at home, uh, the Pleasure Palace Grill. But you go out, get back home by about 10, 10.30, wait until, you know, you watch the New Year's show, the ball goes down, Happy New Year, and then that's it. I'm done. Uh, I don't think it's as big it used to be. I remember as a kid going to 2, 3, 4 in the morning. No interest anymore. I think today I enjoy, and I know many of the alphas and lieutenants that listen because I get their emails and, and, and their texts and so on uh, for social media, they enjoy getting a group of people together, chipping in, getting five, six different champagnes or sparkling wines, throwing some steaks. You can have a cigar. That's really, I think, today, especially with the difficulty in being able to enjoy a cigar anywhere. It's just people would rather make a big party of it at home. What do you think, Honey Bear? Listen, this is delicious. I haven't had it yet, but we're you talking about what do you think about... Partying, partying on out. New Year's well, Eve. Well, here's the deal. Uber, yes, number one. Partying on New Year's Eve. I've been at house parties for the past couple of years, but this year I have chosen to go out with Princess Debbie, and we're going to get dolled up, and we're going to go have a great time. You're and going we, to the club. We are, and we're going to order some nice champagne. At the club and the VIP, baby. That's it. The VIP. <laughs> what it's, club are you going it to? It is time. We're, which, gonna go which, to a, which? we're going to a local place here in Tampa called Sacred Pepper. Oh, I know Sacred Pepper, sure. going to have a nice sure. dinner and... Go to the bar and have some delicious champagne and make it safe, and we'll get home by Uber, and it'll be a really nice time. We're what do you think? trying to entice Dave, Cigar Dave to well, come with up. us, but and we'll see how, what he does. I mean, you he's got a him. lot of opportunities out there, my man, and I know but that we would be going to the honored club? to have you. Going to the club with you ladies and the <laughs> VIP at the club. Go to clubbing, baby. And you know club. what? Princess Debbie might have her high boots on that night. Ooh, both of you with the high boots. That's right. And it's not... T-H-E club, the club, it's apostrophe D-A, the club. <laughs> You're going to the club. There you go. All right, so this is the Champagne uh, Delamote Blanc de Blanc, correct? It's delicious. Correct. All right, let me say cheers. All right, one more. There we go. You'll get a little bit of white fruit on that, some pear, ginger, mm. over a bit of really fresh mineral. It's about Getting the terroir. On the nose, a little straw, almost yeast. Yeah. Aroma. That's the chalky sensation. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with that terroir. It has really exceptional mm. character. This and it's is delicate. very nice. So you're looking at oysters, grilled fish. Stone you crab. Could, yeah, definitely stone crab. As an aperitif, this would be wonderful. And I must dollars Very, very nice. This is a 2008. Yes. This is balanced. A lot of expansiveness on the palate with the bubbles, mm-hmm. flavor, tad bit of acidity, with a hint of sweetness, this is very nice. You try to remember this flavor profile because Ooh. Celine has brought a 2009, yes. which is the next year, the vintage. So we'll try to remember the difference between this flavor profile for the vintage and your mm-hmm. flavor profile for your vintage. All right. When we come back with Celine Vipperman, the Canard Duchenne ambassador, Sommelier Day, Princess Debbie, Honey Bear Kim, we will try the Charles Heidsick Brut. We'll get into a Moscato di Asti. And then, Princess Debbie, you have a couple of libations. I do. Involving champagne and sparkling wine as we continue with Happy New Year 
2020 Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers. Today, front and center from the Davidoff of Geneva Store Lounge in the Cigar City. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. As we wrap up 2019, we have had a magnificent year of Cigar Dave Officers Club selections, and we wrap up 2019 with a fantastic new cigar for December 2019. It is the Gurkha Real, introduced to rave reviews at the Premium Cigar Association Convention in late June and shipped to retailers a few months ago. The Gurkha Real is the perfect any time of day cigar. Mild to medium in body, Gurkha Real delivers a nice, creamy, consistent, smooth taste, delightful notes of subtle sweetness, a cigar that you can enjoy anytime, any day. The Gurkha Real, the December 2019 Officers Club selection. For 2020, we've got fantastic cigars lined up. Become a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club right now. $22.95 per month gets you fantastic cigars, three per month. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and join. You will love the cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Let's face it. Your bourgeois neighbors might not know a bottle of good bubbly from a bottle of Muscatel. It's Cigar Dave's Happy New Year's Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers. Sit back and relax as the General gives you the intel you need to ring in the new year properly with savviness, sophistication, and class. Good God, I'm so foo-foo I can hardly stand myself. But I can't argue with, with voice talent He's right. Everything he said to describe me is correct. And we are here to guide you on Happy New Year's Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers. We have, as always, Samadier Dave. We've got Princess Debbie and Honey Bear Kim in charge of our libationary maneuvers. And we've got a special guest, Celine Vipperman, the Canard Duchenne Ambassador, all the way from the Champagne region of France. And Celine, we welcome you, adding a great addition to our champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers today. Thank you for having me. It is a delight. And we're next hour, you've selected five 
Canard Duchenne special champagnes that we're going to be tasting, and I cannot wait to get to that. But first up, Princess Debbie, let's start with a special champagne and sparkling wine-related libation. Of course, General. So this is our five-star salute. Of course, we have to start off with five-star salute for the General. And this is in honor of the General's Abe. My grandfather's cigar Abe. That's Absolutely. Right. So we are going to do champagne, a splash of Crown Royal, and in Abe's memory, we absolutely have to stir with a middle finger and well, enjoy. Well, the, the index finger. He didn't use the middle finger. Just a finger. There he you go. It. He, he didn't use a stir. He just put his little uh, finger, his pinky in there, and away we go. And this is fabulous. There okay. This is alpha male because this mm. has Crown Royal with champagne. Just a little bit of Crown. Right. A little Crown Royal just to give it a little bit of that Canadian whiskey taste. It's subtle. Don't want it too much, but it's nice. Cigar Abe would approve. Thank you, And General. he'd enjoy the cigar I'm enjoying. Very similar taste profile, the Gurkariel, to the gold labels that were made here in Tampa that he so enjoyed. Super premium cigar back in the day. So very nice. Samani, Dave, next up, the Charles Heidsick Brut. Tell me about Heidsick. Heitzig. It's the smallest of the Grand Marquet's champagne houses in uh, France. It's best known for their vintage on non-vintage cuvées. Nest, best known for their vintage, vintage and, and non-vintage non cuvées. Celine, tell me the difference between a vintage and a non-vintage cuvée, please. So a vintage cuvée would be uh, coming from the harvest of one specific year. So it's a 2008? Uh, this is not... A vintage. The oh, last one we just had okay. was in 2008. So it may basically means only the grapes that were harvested in that specific year make it to the blend of that cuvee. Because the that the grapes produced that year were exceptional? Absolutely, exceptional. Yeah. yeah. So it's up to the house to decide if it's a great vintage and to declare a vintage. But of course, like any other region of France, there are vintages that are great for every single house. Gotcha. Sommelier Dave in three, two... One. Happy New Year. Bon année. Bon année. Very good. <laughs> we learned a new one today. Standing. So the Charles Heidsick Brut is French. Yes. And as I look at this, it's a very pale straw Yeah, you get your straw, straw color. Straw, straw, uh, Let me pale say color. Cheers. I'm getting on the note, on the nose. I'm getting some apple. A little, yeah, a little fruitiness, a little citrus. Yeah. It's going to be dry on the palate. They're using 40% yeah. of their reserve wine, and it gives it a lush note of praline and vanilla. I'm not tasting the praline, but I'm tasting a little bit of almost sourness. So you have a sweet tart in the very back of the That's palate. that apple. Yeah, it's a like little, a green apple. Little, little, almost a little sourness. Let me take another sip here. Pucker up. What'd you think? I feel like Honey Bear is saying this is the best I've had. Really? As we have been sitting here. Very, very light, in my opinion. Um, but when I swallow it, it's just a really nice flavor. Um, easy. What do you think, Princess? A little bit I'm of fruitiness. Princess? Oh, I love it. Pucker mm -hmm. up, buttercup. Pucker up, buttercup. And, and, and crisp, right? Very crisp. It is crisp. Good, good word. Very, Honey very bear. delicious. Good word. Crisp. Crisp. Very good. Did you, think, did you stay all night thinking about the adjectives you're going to be using today? I seriously did. That's good. That's, That's why good. I'm here. Preparation. That's why you have me every Five year. Five-star general <laughs> likes, appreciates the preparation you have put into That's it. That's what I'm saying. You're looking That's at what? about $60 a bottle. So this is definitely, no wonder oh. Debbie and, and, and Honey Bear like it. A little bit more expensive. Whoops, hang on. Not about the new year. We celebrate life. 
So when I am out with Princess Debbie, we enjoy champagne. We really do, or sparkling wine, whatever it is, but we enjoy it. Fantastic. Well, hour one of our Happy New Year 2020 champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers now in the annals of history. Tick tock, tick tock. The seconds are winding down on 2019 as we await 2020. We'll continue with Sommelier Dave, Princess Debbie, Honey Bear Kim, and Celine Vipperman, the Canard Duchenne Ambassador. And when we come back in the next hour, many more champagnes and sparkling wines. We're going to hit Italy. We're going to hit California. Some various cocktails and five vertical tastings of the Canard Duchenne House of Champagne. Hour two of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. Cheers. Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General, General Cigar, cigar Dave. 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 It is tradition as the year has wound down. New year arriving, that we ring it in style. And how do we do that every year on the Cigar Dave Show? With Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers. We guide you. So when you walk into a wine store or a liquor store or your favorite libation retailer and you see a whole slew of champagnes and sparkling wines and you have no idea where to start, you will now. Everything you need to know about champagne and sparkling wine. First hour, we gave you the basics. This hour, we continue with tasting fabulous champagnes and sparkling wines, including a very special five-bottle vertical tasting from the Canard Duchenne, Duchenne Vineyard in the Champagne region of France with their ambassador, Celine Vipperman, who will join us momentarily. Once again, we welcome you back, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. Don't forget, go to CigarDave.com, upper right-hand corner. You can follow me on all the various social media platforms, Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook Cigar Dave, YouTube, Instagram. Instagram is Cigar Dave, right, Sergeant Steve? Thank you very much. So just go to CigarDave.com, and there is a new and improved. I think we're on, what, version 5.0 coming up, Sergeant Steve, something like that. Very soon, in the next few weeks, we will have a new update to the CigarDave.com website. And make sure that you download the Cigar Dave mobile app for your Android or your iPhone device so you can hear us 24-7, 365, anywhere around the world. And once again, we welcome back Sommelier Dave. Princess Debbie and Honey Bear Kim handling our libations. Celine Vipperman, the Canard Duchenne ambassador. So, first up, Princess Debbie, we're going to mix champagne and sparkling wine with one of the other spirits that we consume and enjoy on the show, tequila. Absolutely. This is a hot mixture. 
Everybody loves tequila, and we're going to mix it with champagne, make it an alpha male, alpha female drink. All right, we'll say cheers. Interesting. It is Very interesting, interesting, right? You get the champagne bubbliness and the sweetness with a little bit of the tequila to give you a little bit of that spirit taste. I like it. Yeah, it is nice. Isn't it good? Very yeah. nice. And as we know, now, did we use, I think we used we uh, a, a Blanco, if I'm not mistaken. Blanco Blanc. No, no, I'm talking about on the tequila. <clears throat> yes, a Blanco. Blanco. So yes. I would try this with a splash of Añejo. I think that would be very interesting. Oh, yeah. It would make it a little bit drier. You get more oak, mm. probably more vanilla, though, in the yeah. flavor profile. It's very, very nice. good. Very good. Outstanding. Well, let me, let me bring back Celine Vipperman. The Canard Duchenne Ambassador, special guest all the way from France, joining us. So it is a delight to, Celine, have you on. And let's talk, first of all, we briefly talked about the Canard Duchenne Champagne House, 150th anniversary. Yes. And uh, for those of our alphas and lieutenants that may not be as familiar with it, but let's talk about some of your brands and uh, some, what you're known for, a little bit of background, history, sure. if you will, of Canard Duchamp. So let me ask first, how much time do I have? As long as you Great. need until I cut Great. you off. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You got plenty of time. So Canard Duchesne was founded in 1868, and like everything else in France, was started with a love story between the two founders, Victor Canard and Leonie Duchesne. He was a barrel maker, she was a grape grower, and 1868 is actually the year they got married, and through their wedding they had everything they needed to launch their own house, which they did. So 151 years later, it's a champagne house that is uh, still family owned, and still located where it was launched, uh, in the village of Lude, in the heart of the Champagne region. Still family-owned. It's a family, not the same family anymore, but, but still, family. it's still a family-owned champagne house, and there are not too many houses of champagne that are still family-owned nowadays. So no, it's really you nice. see the big conglomerates that have come in and purchased uh, many of the spirit wine champagne houses. And I think that, Simone, Dave, you'd agree with it. There's something still special about the family, just like in the cigar industry, where you have families that still own. Uh, the, the companies. I think there's something special about that because it's not just a big monolithic corporation. You're dealing with individual people that really care about what goes yeah, in the bottle because their name is on it. It's not about the numbers. It's about the quality. It's their name or their reputation on the line. And a lot of people still in the world are all about quality. And as we'll see right now, your winery, your champagne will prove that out. And Celine, I'm looking at the Canard Duchenne website and there's some great video showing the vineyards. Very, very, uh, just incredible, the look. A very small town Absolutely. feel to it, but very picturesque. Yes, Champagne region is beautiful. And for your audience, it's really good to know that it's a half an hour train from the Charles de Gaulle airport. So anyone who lands in Paris and wants to go to Champagne, they could do a round trip same day. Not drive and drink as much champagne as they want. So Only 30 minutes. Good to know. Okay, easy. Good to know. <laughs> come, come see us. Very good. Now, <laughs> let's talk us. about, so w when we talk about the Canard Duchenne, still family owned. Yes. And so give us in terms of size, uh, in terms of the production so relative to uh, other companies. What's really interesting to know with Canard Duchenne is that it's a family owned house. 
uh, but with a fairly important production. The reason being, Canard du Chêne is the number one house of champagne consumed in France. Really? Yes. Interesting. We, uh, we, to give you a number, we open one bottle of Canard du Chêne champagne every 15 seconds in France. One every 15 yes, seconds. Yes, that's how much we drink and love champagne. Simone, Dave, you got to get cracking <laughs> here, man. We need one every 15 you. seconds. We got, I think we've got enough champagnes in the bullpen ready, exactly. ready to do we, that. We've got them. So, so very famous champagne in France. Uh, we started to import it in the U.S. fairly recently. It was uh, in 2012. Oh, so it is very so recent. So it's still very new to the U.S. market, even though the house has been around for a very long time. Do you export to other markets as yes, well? Yes, very much so. What are your big uh, exporting countries? Uh, U.K., uh, Germany, Belgium. We, we are in 56 different countries in the world. What percentage of your production stays in France? Well, like most champagne houses, 70% of it is consumed in France. 70%. Which means we leave, 20, uh, we leave 30%, 30% for the rest of the world. And when you think <laughs> about the United States, as large a market it is, uh, and just fairly recently that you opened it up seven years ago, that doesn't leave a lot, really, of production for the rest of the world for when you're sure. taking 70%. For sure. And it's, I'm sure, growing here in the United States as well. Absolutely. The U.S. is a really important market for champagne. And, uh, and people seem to really, really like it and consume it more and more every year. So when, it's really exciting. When Canard Duchesne made the decision to begin exporting to the United States, what was their expectation? Because it is, there's, there's a lot of uh, brands that are on shelves, uh, but clearly you have an interesting story with the 150 years of age. You have an interesting story with family-owned. You have an interesting story that 70% is consumed in France. Is that the number one uh, a brand of champagne consumed in France? The House of Champagne, the House of yeah. So what were your expectations coming into the United States? Well, it's States? always, you know, very big expectation because the U.S. is the number one market in terms of value of champagne. So the consumption of champagne in the U.S. is really important. So any House of Champagne that want to be well-established need, needs to be present in the U.S. and do well. So expectations are really big, and it's a big market. So it makes What are your big sense. markets in the United States? New York, California, Florida. Florida. Absolutely. Well, I know that Scott Murphy of Opeachy Distributors, who put us in touch. Thank uh, you, Scott, again, if you hear us now. <laughs> I'm sure he is, through Tommy Diadio here at uh, Davidoff and Corona Cigars. said, I, I've got somebody that you've got to have on your show, and that was you, and we're thrilled to have you. So let's talk about the five different champagnes yes. that you have selected today, a vertical tasting of five different from Canard Duchesne. So the first one we picked is actually very new to the U.S. market, as we only started to import it uh, in, uh, in August this year. August. So it made it to Florida uh, maybe a month or two ago. Really? So, so very, very new. Very, very new. That's a new addition to the line. And tell us about uh, this particular... So this particular champagne is called Canard du Chêne P181. P181. Yes. It was named after the Plot 181. Uh, it's a champagne coming from only 12 hectares of vineyards, which are certified organic by the EcoCert organization. So certified organic vineyards, 12 hectares, so really small production. And it's uh, mostly Chardonnay with Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier. I'm getting some incredible aromas on the nose, almost like a maple sweetness, almost like a honey on the uh, palate. Let me say cheers, Sergeant cheers. Steve, if you would, with Santé. Guy Lombardo. There Santé. we go. 
So what's also very interesting about this champagne Delicious. is that it's an extra brut. So we were talking earlier about different dosage. Right. So this is a champagne that has a low dosage. So it's on, on the much drier side as compared to most champagne houses. So when we talk about the various dosages, sugar content, the extra brut, less than six grams of sugar per liter. But Correct. I will tell you that this is very smooth. This, to me, has sweetness, and the aroma is incredible. I'm going to take another sip. That shows the quality of the winemaker. This is very nice. The winemaker is, is unbelievable. He's Correct. extremely talented. He has been working with the family for the last 30 years. And he doesn't like to pick dosage as a way to make a style of champagne. Mm -hmm. So for him, he makes a champagne that's very nice, and he adds dosage to it. He doesn't use the dosage to make something special. Right. I would so say, yeah. this is actually an extra brut by accident. By accident? Yeah. Everything was tasted blind. He was looking for a very specific style. And when it was time to discover what the blend was, they realized it was extra brut. Taste to me, nice sweetness, hearty balance, rich, very complex. And to me, just exceptionally smooth. Well, it's very considering flavorful. The flavor. This would yeah. go with a lot of nice cuisines. Very, very, very impressive. Because it's non-obtrusive. You could get the flavor profile of whether it's shellfish or whatever, and the wine just is perfect. And what is the uh, suggested retail? So the suggested retail, that would be a little less than $60, around $57, $58. Okay, 50, we'll put 58. So very nice. So this is comparable to the, in price to the Heidsick Brut. And to right. me, the Heidsick was great. I like this better. This is very, great. very impressive. This is very nice. And it's a, it's a champagne that has been made for the last 10 years in France that we actually recently, it was a well-kept secret in France. Uh, champagne region is a difficult region to grow organic grapes. So this champagne is really special. Totally organic. Totally organic. Very interesting. And how's the reception been so far being in the United States? Fantastic. Fantastic. Doing very well. Very well. All right. Next up, we're going to go to the Champagne Canard du Chêne Brut. Tell me about Correct. this. Correct. So this is a Brut non-vintage. Uh, it's uh, a blend of mostly Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay. What's important to know with Canard du Chêne is because of the location we have in Champagne, we are in the heart of the best Pinot Noir vineyards. So this Champagne Brut non-vintage is a blend of 60 different crus or villages uh, from that region called Montagne de Reims, which is renowned for Pinot Noir vineyards. So 60 different farms, if you will, comprise uh, Absolutely. the Champagne. Very champagne is always the, the, the art of blending. So we blend many different villages or crus, many different years. Uh, to give you an idea, this one has about uh, 20 to 25% of reserve wine, part of the blend. So what it means is it's a blend of wines that were made several years in a row, put aside, and used in the current cuvee. And very similar to cigars, where multiple farms from different countries, different areas are used. In fact, you can have in the Dominican Republic, there could be four different farms for the binder and the fillers. 
that are within a few miles of each other, but they produce different tastes. So same thing. Same thing, except it's only one production site, one location right. where it's made, but the vineyards are located in the different part of Champagne. Mm. Now, this definitely has more sweetness. More sweetness, but a little bit of tart, tart, uh, tartness on the back of the palate. But this is very nice. Very different taste profile than the P181. Very, thank you. And what is the suggested retail for the uh, Canard Duchenne Brut? That would be around 38. 38. Now, what is your number one selling champagne? This one. This is it. So this, this would is, be your flagship. Yes. Very nice. Princess, what oh, do you think? I love it. A lot very, of flavor very, on it. Very nice. And dry. I love yeah. the balance between the acidity, the freshness. It's dry. It's clean. Yep. Honey bear. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Where have you I'm been? I'm just is saying. Right. These and last again, two thirty-eight dollars. So very reasonable, Samadier delicious. Dave. Yes, very affordable. Very nice. This is very nice. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of almost straw, a little of the mm, the yeast on the nose. But again, but it's, it's not real yeasty. No, it's flavor not. It's not flavor profile. It's really fresh. Mm. Right. Freshness Correct. is really important here. Fresh, bright. Citrusy notes. Citrus notes on the ballot. Little lemon zest mm -hmm. going down. Very nice. This would. I'll tell you something. This would go great with a steak. Sure. Nice oh. ribeye. Right. Pittsburgh style yeah. chard would be fantastic. And Balance you know, when you think of a fat. champagne as light, but this would hold up to it no sure. problem. Yeah. Great. Very nice. Great with food. Great by itself. Perfect for the aperitif. Now we're going to move, and before you open that up, we want to actually hear the, the pop. So just wait one second, if you will, Celine. Now we move to the Canard Duchenne 2009. So this is a vintage. Yes, 2009 vintage. So it means only the grapes that were harvested in 2009 made it to the, to the blend. So do you want to hear a big pop or just a champagne kiss? We want a big pop. We do right. everything big on the That's Cigar Day show nature, in the United but States. Against nature, but since you ask, I will Okay, perfect. There that you go. Was big. Was. Happy New Year. That was big. That was a big pop. The bigger the We're better. We're alphas. We like everything big. <laughs> I don't want one star. I'm a five-star general. Exactly. That's how it works. Fantastic. All right, and this 2009... So I would assume because this was a vintage that they obviously thought that the grape's exceptional. Yes, very great, uh, very good vintage for the three grapes, actually Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay. This is uh, Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier based with a little bit of Chardonnay. Very fruity on the nose. Very nice. Stands right out. It comes right out and grabs you. We'll say cheers. And what's really unique with this champagne is that it was aged on the lees in the cellars for 10 years before wow. it was released. Major Gives it that creaminess. So major creaminess, bubbliness, expansive on the palate. Yes, that's why. Princess? Oh, it's fabulous. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. Mm. No, the price point of this? It's about $58. Fabulous. Beautiful. So this vintage is the same as the P181 in price. Sure. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I, this would get a five-star selection. No question about it. This, this gets the general's five-star selection. This is, to me, a very, very, uh, to me, this is a superior champagne in every way. Holds up to any type of food. Just the taste, the aroma, 
It's a winner all the way. Yes, this is a I agree. Champagne. Very nice. So the brood is your number one seller. Mm -hmm. How does this compare? But again, got to be limited because once you're out of 2009, you're done. It's limited and it's very new to the U.S. market. Also, we started to import it at the same time as P181, so a couple of months ago. Well, Princess Debbie, you brought those little things you put on the top, the caps. I'm taking that one home. Oh, I'm so sorry. Somebody but, uh, that's already been capped. <laughs> Remember, I'm the five star here. <laughs> I run the show. <laughs> Who is the general here now? <laughs> now, this is interesting. Celine, we're going to move to the Canard Duchenne Charles VII Brute. Yes. Named after Chuck. Chuck, Chuck yeah, Seven. With C7. Chuck. With Chuck. <laughs> so tell me about uh, this one that we're going to be enjoying. So this one is a prestige cuvee from Canard du Chêne uh, called Charles Seven, named after a French king. king and Charles. so what's, uh, what's really interesting is that the kingdom of France was born in the Champagne region because in order to become a king, you had to be crowned in the Cathedral of Reims, the capital of Champagne. Right. So there is a, a lot of connection between the Champagne region and the Kingdom of France. That's why we call, it, we call Champagne the King of Wine and the Wine of Kings. So this is the prestige cuvee from the house. It's funny, Budweiser calls themselves the King of Beers, but this is very different. Oh, this is this way does, doesn't compare. So this is the Canal Duchenne Charles, Charles VII, VII yes. route. It's mostly coming from Grand Cru and Premier Cru vineyards in the Champagne region. So those would be the best vineyards of the region. And it's a blend of 50% Pinot Noir, 50% Chardonnay. This has almost a perfume-like aroma on the nose. Really incredible. A very nice complexity. We will say cheers. All right, take a taste. You said 50-50 Pinot Chardonnay. Correct. So you get the finesse oh, of the Pinot. Delightful. With the body of the Chardonnay. Absolutely. More, this has more sweetness. Very round on the palate. Mm. It fills up your whole palate. Love this. It's not, there is no sweetness, but it's really it's, smooth yeah. and has a really nice mouthfeel to it and freshness, so it feels really it gives easy that appearance to drink. It does, sweet. but to me, I'm getting a sweet on my palate. It gives Every you that appearance, is yeah. But I'm definitely getting a sweetness and very smooth. Again, this is like drinking bubbled Chardonnay. This very, is almost nice. like quaffing wine. You could drink a couple glasses of this before you knew it. Princess? Oh my gosh, so smooth. Yeah, it is. This would be great for the palace. I'm, I, I would the like, palace, I, I'd like you to bring it on for oh, us. Oh, I will. Okay? I'll anything All for right. you. <laughs> Honey Bear, what do you think? I don't even know where to go here. This is so fabulous. I mean, my hat's off to you, Celine. This is Thank delicious. You. Exceptional. <laughs> yes. Suggested retail. Suggested retail is about $54. 54 wow. Okay, very nice. Very, is this limited? It's limited. Very limited. Yeah. Okay, and finally, the Canard Duchenne. Rosé. Canard Duchenne Rosé. So I'm going to open the bottle very slowly the way it should be done. Perfect. There you go. Here Happy, we go. New Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We will say cheers to that. We'll pour that in there. Tell me about the rosé. So the rosé is uh, mostly Pinot Noir based. Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, and Chardonnay. Color. Very nice Love light Beautiful color. Pink. Yeah. It's produced by adding 7 to 10% of red wine to the blend, which is a very unique way of making rosé, and that is very typical to the Champagne region. Well, it's the aroma on this, it is like raspberries and blueberries, just very berry-like. I'll say cheers, take a sip. Oh, major expansiveness on the palate, subtle sweetness, incredibly smooth.
The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with The General now at Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Continue to make America great again as we enjoy the good things in life, like champagne. And I'm opening another one now. Don't judge me. Well, at least not for being anything but a clumsy bastard. It's Cigar Dave's Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers. With more tastings, here's the general, Cigar Dave. Well, leave it to voice Talonette. He clearly did not listen to the proper way to open champagne to avoid any damage to others and to your surroundings. We are back with Sommelier Dave, Princess Debbie, Honey Bear Kim in charge of our special champagne and sparkling wine libations, and Celine Vipperman from Canard Duchenne, and, uh, the ambassador from Canard Duchenne. And Celine, the last... Champagne that we sampled, the Canard Duchenne Rosé, was just delightful. I'm going to take another sip of it here, but mm, just very unique, very smooth, very, very tame, very approachable. Very delicate, has nice fresh fruit aromas to it, but it's not a fruity champagne. And suggested retail? Around $45. $45. So we tried the uh, Canard Duchenne P181, the Brut, the 2009, the Charles VII Brut, the Rosé. Loved the 2009, loved all of them. The 2009 was fantastic, so is the Charles VII. But you can't go wrong with any of these. Honey Bear, what do you think? Listen, I'm so impressed. I really am. I was just talking with her, and I'm just saying that delicious, crisp, easy on the palate, and if you want to impress when people come to your home for a party, I think this would be the absolute fabulous thing to do. And um, my husband and I are celebrating 30 years of marriage in 2020. And I just, he's, he's here, and I just took a bunch of pictures, and I said, get a case. <laughs> get a, 30 years you've been married, huh? 30 years, Dave. Wow. How hard what's, is that? What's, what's the secret? The fact that I see you him at the what? Mons Venus and the Dollhouse <laughs> once a week? 
Okay, you do not. <laughs> no, did you, you say her? I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed yeah. to say that. Okay, no, ma'am, did you say her or him? Yeah, yeah right. You see me, Both. Princess Debbie, but no. Oh, um, behave. I tell my daughter who's 18, she's meeting boys now, she's in college, and I said, here's the, the secret. If he makes you laugh, if he makes you smile, he's the guy. I married a man who I was never attracted to in the sense of just... Oh, nice! Hey. No, no, no. Let me finish. <laughs> I was a never attracted to a, him, but... No, across the but room. But he was a comedian, Stop and I knew he was, you know... <laughs> across the room, if you're going to pick someone, right? That's so superficial. But when I met him in my dorm room at Michigan State University, go Spartans, it's been a bad year. Um, but anyway... So you met him in his dorm room. That was I quick. I did. <laughs> quick. I did. Chop, chop. That was easy. It wasn't quick in that way, Dave. Okay. But anyway, he made me laugh. He made me smile. And after months of courting, <laughs> courting, I have to say that that was the secret. And 30 years later, that's the secret. You know how to avoid courting? How? A good prenuptial agreement. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Honey Bear would never have a prenup. Never. Because I'm that nice and good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Either with Princess Debbie, I know that. Gentlemen, always listen to the five-star pre-nuptial agreement. I want to hear. I want to hear Princess Debbie's comment on that before we go to the next drink. Well, uh, a, um, okay. I would say for our general, absolutely a prenup because okay. he has jewels and gems oh, yeah. hidden wherever. <laughs> For me, not so much. I probably <laughs> would. <laughs> Listen to me, gentlemen. The three most important words before marriage, <laughs> pre-nuptial agreement. Stop it. Yes. But I'm so, still mega. Let's go. All right. So that was great. So your sense yes. of humor. Well, you know what the, the three, I always say, the three most important, I think, what attracts women. Sense of humor. Celine, Absolutely. French men could be different, but let's, sense of humor. Make me confidence, confidence, power, or perception of power. Those are the three what? important and items. And someone that makes you just feel good inside. Like when you're out with them, you never, ever, ever feel like, wow, that wasn't nice. Well, you want an alpha, a gentleman. You want a guy who I, runs the I show. I love an alpha, by the way. My father is an alpha. That's right. I love Wayne, everything about I should say him. your father's Wayne Fonts, the yes. former head coach of the Detroit Lions. We had him here two years ago. That's right. I texted him this morning. He says, hey, tell Dave hi, and I kind of missed at him. it. We always have some fun discussions we about football and a lot of laughs, and he loves cigars. But what he taught me was open doors for a woman, but still be strong. You are always the head of the household, and I know a lot of women are cringing right now, but they can just cringe because I love every minute of that. No, they're not cringing. The fact is that's what women want. That's right. They want a gentleman that opens the doors, opens the car door, that orders, that that appreciates a woman, that treats them properly, puts them on a pedestal. Yes. The problem is most men are betas. They don't understand how to do that today, and many women are not used to that. They're used to dating losers that don't know how to do that, so when they do find a man that does act like an alpha, mm-hmm. chairman of the board type, yep. they're in uncharted territory. They don't know how to react. And by the way, in this day and age, it's all about empowerment of the woman and the whole thing. And oh my gosh, now we're the head of everything. No, we're not. Just let it be equal and then move along and learn how to live with the great man that adores and loves you. How about that? This is a no Helen ready. I'm woman hear me roar zone. There we go. <laughs> All right, Somalia Dave, next up, we're going to go to Italy. Italy. Hey. You can never go wrong with an Asti. That's what I say. No, uh, it's a Moscato grape, and we're going to do this in three, two, one. There you go. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. 
And this particular wine, Somali Dave, I don't even know what the... Um, the uh, Rosata yes. Moscata di Asti. What is it, Rosata? Rosata. Rosata. Let's see here. The Rosata, I would assume it's going to be Rosata. sweet. Yep. We're talking about 12 bucks. So Again, you, very fruity on the nose. Sweet. It's out of the sweet. town of Asti. It's the Moscato grape. It's going to be fruity, some effervescence Ooh, on it. That is some major serious sweetness. Not for everybody. That's why Honey Bear didn't want any. Honey Bear didn't want any. any but when you come from the Canard Duchenne line, which is traditional champagne, wow. and you go to this, this is a great dessert wine. Yeah, exactly. To me, yeah. a little dessert wine, a little sweetness is fantastic. But, you know, you should always keep an Osti. It's easy. People that like sweet, 10, Well, you can do bucks. it for desserts or even a, a pair of teeth if you wanted to. But for dessert, it's nice to have. Now, let's move to the Prosecco. La Marca, very well-known brand. In fact, Cigar Mother loved it. She yes. made me buy the splits when, uh, when I was out and about. They're very nice. Prosecco is very, very popular. Now, that has a twist because it's a little split, has a twist off cap. So okay. there's no sound effect on that. Okay, it's a 187. So Lamarck is one of the most popular brands in the United States. It is everywhere. And again, Prosecco, coming out of the Veneto region of Italy, is a blend of two grapes. It became Glera as the grape. Now, Prosecco become very popular yes. the last few years. Honey Bear? Marca, in my opinion, is very popular, and if you can anywhere you go, they they typically will have it. And for the price point, I think it is absolutely delicious. When people come to my house, I make sure that I have it on hand, and I always get compliments. Yeah, and I think you're you're looking, if I'm not mistaken, the split I think was about four bucks, right. four four five dollars. Right. The bottle is about twelve dollars, something like that, that. Thirteen. Well, yeah. oh, by the way, we have a place up here in Tampa that sells it for eleven ninety nine, but in, at Publix, it's $15.99. Okay, so you're still, it's very reasonably yes. priced. You can't go wrong. So the Lamarca Prosecco, and as I take a sip of that, let me just give you my tasting notes. It's a lot drier than that Moscato was, but it's, it's really nice, flavorful. Right? Yeah, it's definitely got some sweetness. A little bit more tame than the Asti. Oh, the Asti was over the That's top. That's like candy. Right. Um, blackberries or raspberries, Raspberry. like Princess Debbie does. Very nice. It's delicious. And a prosecco any time of day is is great. Yeah. Lunch, dinner, yeah. you can't go wrong. Keep some nice. splits well, around. You could do you with salads with mimosas. Right. Too general. Now here's the story. This next one, Samadhi Dave, is called the Presto Prosecco Brut. Now I want to go through the scientific reasons why I bought this particular uh, prosecco. And before you open that, Samadhi Dave, let me just show me the, the bottle one more time. I was at Whole Foods. They had it on sale, $10.99. But the re real reason, the technical reason I bought it, again, I did my research, highly technical, is because besides blue, being a Syracuse orangeman, orange is my second uh, favorite color. It has an orange label. label. I there said, that's all the technical analysis <laughs> I need. Here we go. Boom. So I have no idea what this is going to taste like. So we'll give it a try in three, two, one. Happy New Year. And that's what I tell people. Sometimes... Just go with it. Who knows? Buy a bottle and see what happens. All right. Now, this has got a very light, pale straw color. Sure. It looks nice. Actually, on the nose, got a little bit of uh, honey. I will say cheers. 
Not bad. It's dry. It's a brute, it's dry. brute style. Yeah, not bad. And um, it's, it's a little dry. I like it. Hey, I have, to, we have to support the orange men. Come on. We're orange this would people. not be my number one choice. No. But, but what do you think, Honey Bear? I just have to say that orange is my favorite color. Okay. And by the way, very light, easy. This would be something if we're going out and we're going to have a little libation before, I would absolutely serve this. This is fun and it's easy. And maybe with a mimosa. You, you know, know, this would be perfect for a mimosa. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Throw yeah. some strawberries in there. You Ooh. don't need to go, yep. you don't have to, you know, spend $100 for a mimosa champagne. Nice, Not bad for yeah. $10.99. And I had no idea about it. I just liked the, the bottle and that was that. All right, Princess, next up, let's do a. Let's do the Hemingway Spritz. You know why I like this? Because there's a little bit of another libation, a little rum in there. Tell me about it. There is. Okay. So we are going to do Hemingway Spritz, and it has Bacardi, grapefruit juice, simple syrup, and uh, maraschino liqueur. So um, it is going to be a little sweeter, but I think it's going to be a great, great holiday blend. A little sweeter? Is it a lot, lot sweeter? A lot sweeter. Oh. A lot sweeter. But not bad. Oh, and we have? A cherry on top. A cherry. Hold on. You know, it's, it's sweeter, but, I mean, what Hemingway, what, what do you want? Hemingway is Here's what I would do. Legend. I would change that up. A little champagne. Yeah. And I would put probably one part rum to three parts champagne. I would cut out the lime juice and the simple syrup. Put a, I would put a lime in there instead of a maraschino cherry and I, give it a I, shot. I agree with you, General. That's why bad. you are the general. Exactly. Let's do one other libation. Let's do the classic Bellini. Tell me about the Bellini. Of course. So the Bellini is going to be, of course, Prosecco and then a little white peach puree or any peach puree. And so this is going to be, this is going to appeal to a lot of people um, and in Italy. Of course, everybody knows about Bellini and it brought to the United States. And so the Bellini is a, a light, bright. It could be for brunch. It could be for afternoon. It could be for morning. The Bellini is always a good idea. It is light, bright, and tight. Absolutely. Can't go wrong. Dames love it. You should always have it ready right. to go. Right, have it ready. All right, we have three more champagnes to try. I tell you, after Celine's five Canard Duchenne champagnes, yeah, it's, it's a tough act to follow. Yeah. It, it, yeah, the road went south pretty quick. It sure did. <laughs> but we have the J California Cuvée. The Corbel Sweet Cuvée, which I think is new. Correct. And we're going to end it with Princess's favorite champagne up until the point that she tried the Canard Duchenne. I, I do love the Canard The Veuve Clicquot. And Celine, Veuve Clicquot, well-known in France as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Very well-known. Madame Clicquot, Widow Clicquot. Very well-known. Madame Clicquot. So we have three nice ones that we're going to end on. And I think we're going to have the Harem Highball version 3.0. And I think we're going to wrap it up probably with the Hershey's New Year's Kiss, which is our tradition. So the final and concluding segment of this Happy New Year 2020 Champagne and Sparkling Wine Tasting Maneuvers with Samadier Dave, Princess Debbie, Honey Bear Kim, and the Canard Duchenne Ambassador Celine Vipperman comes your way next. 
you, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. As we wrap up 2019, we have had a magnificent year of Cigar Dave Officers Club selections, and we wrap up 2019 with a fantastic new cigar for December 2019. It is the Gurkha Real, introduced to rave reviews at the Premium Cigar Association Convention in late June and shipped to retailers a few months ago. The Gurkha Real is the perfect any time of day cigar. Mild to medium in body, Gurkha Real delivers a nice, creamy, consistent, smooth taste, delightful notes of subtle sweetness, a cigar that you can enjoy anytime, any day. The Gurkha Real, the December 2019 Officers Club selection. For 2020, we've got fantastic cigars lined up. Become a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club right now. $22.95 per month gets you fantastic cigars, three per month. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and join. You will love the cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Once again, we say screw the enemies of pleasure. As we pop lots of bubbly, it's Cigar Dave's Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuvers. Just watch where you aim that cork. You'll put your eye out. Uh, listen, kid, if you can interrupt, you could at least come up with something original. Again, voice talent Ed must listen to the way to properly open champagne and sparkling wine bottles. But I guarantee you by the end of this show, he knows exactly the correct method of doing it. We are rejoined by Celine Vipperman, the Canard Duchenne ambassador. And Celine, merci beaucoup, Celine, pour votre présence dans l'émission aujourd'hui. Avec plaisir. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure indeed. Sommelier Dave, we've got uh, Princess Debbie and Honey Bear Kim. Sommelier Dave, as we wrap things up last segment, we've got the J California Cuvée. J, that's it. Just call yep, J. J. What's the deal with that? Uh, that's the name of the winery, Jay. Jay. Yeah. I guess they couldn't spell past the, just the letter. <laughs> so we three, two, one. one. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. All right. 
The J, tell us about the J California Cuvee, if you would, Samadhi. J Vineyards Thank is you. in Sonoma, the Russian River area of uh, Sonoma County. It's known as a cool area for Chardonnay, Pinot Noir to grow. What you're going to get is a really nice dry, full Ooh, body yeah. wine. Maybe hints of pear with a little bit of lime notes on it. Definite. Very nice, I will say. Cheers. Straw yellow cut in Straw color. yellow. Very relatively flat on the nose, but the taste is phenomenal. So it's $33 a bottle. I'm getting some citrus. I'm getting some lemon. I, I definitely nice. pear. Some, some, not a lot of sweetness. No, it's but dry. Just, just a creaminess that just over invades the palate. Very nice. Honey bear? I agree with 100%. Creamy and, and very, very light. Delicious. Yeah, it's very, very, very good. Yeah. Now, it, it is, a, a, I mean, who wouldn't love this, right? It's not too sweet, not too dry. It's just perfect. That would wow, be perfect. this is nice. To, to make our harem highball version 3.0 with. Yes, which, it will. Which is Debbie. Oh, my gosh. This would be great for the Alfatini. Fabulous. We'll put a little Woodford Reserve in. Actually, put it right in there. It would yeah. be Wood, phenomenal. Yeah, we're going to use the Woodford Reserve Corona Cigar Single Barrel. Oh. And I'll do the old Cigar Aid method with the finger. There you go. That'll work. We'll say oh, cheers. Fabulous. Yes, love you. That is nice. It is good. It adds isn't just it? a little bit of that bourbony wood flavor to right, it. Just a little. You just need a drop. The uh, sparkling wine itself was not obtrusive. It was fairly mm, right. Neutral. Right, and this could appeal to like men it. and women. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a beautiful drink. If you don't want, you know how you tame some of that very sweet osti. You put a little you bit of the single barrel bourbon, right. bourbon, and that right. really balances yeah, it out. Sure. Very nice. Next up. Somalia Dave, a new release from Corbell, their Corbell yeah. Sweet Cuvée from the People's Republic of California. California on a three, two, one. Yay! Yeah, it's fantastic, Corbell of this nation, year. that nature. It's fantastic. Now, Somalia Dave, as you know, we've always enjoyed the, you introduced me to it, the Rosa Regale yeah, Brachetta da Key, yeah. which, as you call it, is the panty <laughs> dropper. Always have some for the dames. <laughs> yeah. This may be very similar. We'll say cheers on that. All right, take a taste. Got to try this. This is brand new. It's going to have a bright rosé color. This is color. nice. This is very much like the Rosa yes, Regala. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Sweet. Semi-sweet. Maybe yep. not quite as sweet as Rosa Regale. Do you think No, general? it's not. Well, that was the bruschetta grape. It's a totally different. You're looking at This is this has nice notes of balanced notes of sweetness. Yes. Fruity on the palate. Medium bodied. Medium bodied. Just right. Yeah. I'll tell you, this is a five star selection. There's wow. no question about it. Right. Very beautiful. nice. This does rival the Brachetta de Aquila. Yeah, does. is this nice? It does. Yeah, this do. is brand new from Corbell. Brand new. And so, Dave, we talked about Corbell. Corbell. They've got, they're, they're, they're between $12 and $18. Yeah, right now you can get them around 10 bucks a bottle, depending on where you are through the end of the year. Very nice. Absolutely. Five star selection all the way. And Princess Honey Bear, <laughs> your favorite to end things with, the Veuve Clicquot. And let me tell you about the Hello, Veuve Clicquot. Lover. Are we three, two, oneing this? Not yet. Oh, Veuve Clicquot, uh. based in, is it Rems? Reims. 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 <laughs> but you can say Reims. No, Reims, France. <laughs> founded in 1772 by Philippe Clicquot. His 
wife, Madame Clicquot, Widow Clicquot, took over. In 1818, she invented the first known blended rosé champagne by blending still red and white champagne wines, still used today by the majority of champagne producers. Goes back to the Napoleonic Wars. 247 years of age is the house. And Veuve Clicquot, very well known. And uh, Celine, even you would say, very well known very in, well France known. To, in France too. So, Sommelier Dave in three, two, one. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. All right. Let's pour that in there. Oh, Honey Bear wants the whole damn bottle. Oh, my gosh. Give us a straw. Take some of that, Debbie. We're all going to do a little quick cheers. Uh, even Celine's going to have just a little. She'll spit it out just to get the taste. All right. And it's let us say cheers. 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 cheers to everybody. Happy, oh, happy, happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. We'll take a happy sip. New Year. Mm. Outstanding. Oh, my God. That is Very balanced. Nice. You know what will make that better? A Hershey's New Year's kiss. kiss. So put in a splash of chocolate liqueur and a Hershey's kiss. And guess what? You got Happy New Great Year. Great way to end the show. I want to thank Celine Vipperman, Canard Duchenne Ambassador. I hope you'll join us again. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime I can, I will. Honor and pleasure <laughs> to have you. Honey Bear Kim, Princess Debbie, Samadier so Dave, as always, General, many always thanks. Always my pleasure. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Happy New Year to all. Cigar Dave, the General, saying, may your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Happy New Year to all, and to all a great 2020. <laughs>